Welcome back, humor consumers, to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm Catherine, co-host and bestie. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Tracy. How are you today? I'm good. Awesome. Yeah. Well, here we are. Yeah, I'm good, too. Yeah. All good. I thought so. Yeah. (laughs) And we're back at the pod lab. Yeah. In, I should say, in the pod lab. So it's very exciting. And today we have an exciting uh, topic. Mm-hmm. Minimalism. Yes. Part is it, two. Is it called minimalism? Well, minimizing. Minimizing? Whichever. Okay. Minimalism sounds like millennials. Yeah. Plus it's too hard to say. It's it is easier bit, to say minimizing. Okay. <laughs> Rolls off. Well, you should minimize the word minimize. I just did. <laughs> just abbreviate. Min. Isn't it funny? Speaking of abbreviated, mm-hmm. it's such a long word for right. for what it means. Yeah, <laughs> goofy. <laughs> That's weird. Okay, so if you're new to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast, we welcome you aboard, and we're going to take you on a little ride. And this is what we do every week: we bring an episode of the podcast, we bring a new topic we think you care about, and we think right now. You care about minimalism. I hope you do. Yeah. And if you don't, then still tune in because we've got value. We've got things to share. For sure. Ideas. Solutions. Yeah. Who doesn't want to listen to us? That's right. And then at the put that out there, actually. Our kids. Our kids don't. (laughs) And then at the end of the podcast, so what we do is we bring a topic. This week it's minimalism. And we try to deliver it to you in an entertaining fashion. You know, mm-hmm. stay tuned. The jury's still out on that. And then at the end, we send you to the scriptures and we give you a little bit of encouragement spiritually mm-hmm. from the Lord. What's not to love? That's, there. yeah, it's perfection. So today we have some takeaways and our takeaways today. So if you listen, listener, if you hang with us all the way to the end of this, here's what you're going to get out of it. Mm. We think. First of all, we're going to give you strategies on how to get started with this whole minimalism stuff. Mm. And we're going to share a few stories, too, about what we've been doing. Secondly, we're going to give you encouragement to keep going, persevere, because it's a journey, Catherine. That's right. It's a journey. Just about everything is. It is. And if you've spent decades collecting stuff, guess what? Mm. (laughs) It's going to take some time to undo that. But it won't be decades. No. But it is a journey and you have to stick with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the third um, takeaway that we feel we're going to help you with is we're going to give you some focus. Yeah. What should you focus on like right now mm-hmm. so that you can have results? Exactly. Doesn't everybody want results? Yes. Yeah. No excuses. Did... Just results. Ooh, okay. That, my dad used to say that. Did he? Yo, could you oh, see Butch say that? My dad did too. See? Yes. No excuses. That's right. Just results. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like if I went to apologize, it was more like excuses. Yeah. And that's when he would yeah. really whip it, whip it up. Yeah. Like, no, no excuses. <laughs> yeah. And I was so afraid okay. of him. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to get a little par- parental maybe. I should back up. I wasn't okay. afraid of him in the way that I just made that sound. No. But like I was like, yes. Okay. Right. And we're going to help ourselves as well as our listeners if you have stuff that's kind of been cluttering up your head, cluttering up your kitchen, cluttering Ugh. up your bedroom, cluttering up your garage, cluttering up your basement. Your digital stuff. Yes. All of it. Mm-hmm. Clutter. No excuses. Just results. <laughs> and we have sponsors. Who are our sponsors, Catherine? Puffin. Puffin. That's right. The Who are two they? in one. Mm-hmm. Muffin, which is Ron, your mm-hmm. husband. Yes. And uh, Kenny. Kenny, <laughs> your guy. 
I was just like, what's his nickname? Pooh. It yeah. normally just rolls off. Yeah. Yeah. But we shortened it. Well, Ken- actually, Kenny, Kenny shortened did. it. Yeah. To Puffin. Yeah, because we're tree cats. <laughs> so Kenny's know, like, we're so, Puffin. So stupid. It's, yeah. But they're our sponsors because they are our number one supporters and they cheer us on with the podcast. So if you're enjoying this, which I hope you are, you can thank Puffin. Mm-hmm. As we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, not the exact same, but. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, off we go. Yeah. (laughs) What you got over there, Catherine? Let's dive into getting started. Let's get started. Okay. Well, what we're going to do, bring Mm -hmm. to you, is top 10 things to not declutter first. Wait, wait, wait. 10 things not to do. Yes. All right, I like that. I I felt like that was pretty good to to start with. Right. Sit on the couch. Don't do anything. Listen to this. What are they? Okay. Number one. Number one, photos. Mm. And by the way, this this is this strategy is effective for most people. Everybody's a little bit different, but you know, um, it's we just are recommending to start easy. Yeah, actually, yeah, the don't, guy I got this don't from. start with your photos. That yeah. would be a disaster. Even this, if they're just digital photos, don't do that. Just stay away from them for now. Yeah, because okay. it, there's more weight to the physical stuff. And anyway, well, but, okay. My photos, your photos, I have boxes of them in my attic. Physical sure. photos that we used to have, like, we'd paid money for Walgreens to print them. And we would get doubles. Just I, in you case. You just took the words out of my mind. Yeah. We had doubles. Yeah. I also sometimes had triples. And then you get the negatives, too, and you don't get rid of those because you never know. Oh, no. I used to be so, ugh, really ate Funny. up. I would organize the negatives <laughs> like an idiot. I had binders. <laughs> Sorry. Don't okay. touch the negatives. Okay, step away from the photos. What's next? Yes. The boxes and boxes that you have. I'm still on the photos. Oh, um, they need to be curated. Curate. Curated. I made up a word. Curated. Curated. And you just need to save that for later. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to start with that. Okay. You don't want to start with your sentimental items. Too you exhausting. Know, right. And your sentimental items are those things that memorialize your an experience, um, an award, accomplishment, relationship. Just keep the best. Just use that as a filter, the best of the best. Yeah, but wait. You just said don't start with that, so leave it alone for now. Well, yeah. but Don't even you, go there. When you get to it. Okay, but we're not even there yet. Yeah, okay. Leave it off. I wrote it down. I had to read it. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Minimize, Catherine. Minimize. That's true. That's true. Oh, good one. <laughs> okay. Paper. Uh, instead, use the time for big, larger pieces first. Paper. What What do you mean paper? Okay. School papers. Bills. Um, ma- yeah. Your mail that you've let accumulate. Um, ev- even articles. Cards. Or newspapers. Yeah. All that Anything stuff. Anything made of paper. Mm-hmm. Okay. Leave that alone. Okay. So we got photos. We got, what was the second one? I forgot already. Sentimental items. Sentimental items items and paper. All that stays in the attic. Leave it there or Mm. wherever it is. Mm -hmm. Okay, what's next? The garage. That's a big project. Yeah, leave that alone. Don't take that on first Mm -mm. if you're, you know, surrounded by clutter. Especially if it's winter. Brr, it's cold out there. Yeah, (laughs) right. Okay. Kids' toys. Oh, thank God those are gone. Yeah, in our case. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. It's totally unfair to force your kids to get rid of their stuff before you. You need to go first. When your kids see you removing your own stuff first, um, they'll be more prepared for when you eventually get to theirs and you'll be more equipped to help them. Okay, so who's giving us this advice? Who is the... Well, I'm getting most of this from Joshua Becker. Okay. 
and he is a minimalist and we talked about him in our last episode yes, refer we to did. that one right this is part two that mm. one was part one yeah that's where i'm getting okay this. and this joshua guy he's a former pastor he's a christian mm-hmm. and he got into this minimalism lifestyle and it pretty soon it just took off because people need this information we, and it really does help true that okay he was in yeah he was in the midst of a someday he was he was cleaning out his garage and his yeah. wife was cleaning inside the house his yeah. son was in the backyard playing by himself and he was in this juxtaposition of like this is terrible yeah and he had a conversation with a neighbor an old older lady neighbor who said why don't you just own less stuff and a light went on for him yeah that clicked all right so what's the next one ignore the garage check Uh, well we were on kids toys kids toys check your partner's stuff oh right so you just want to run to the (laughs) run to everybody else's i have to say so when i hopped on this this wagon of minimalizing I was all gung-ho, you know, and I wanted Kenny, my poo, to be on board with me, right? Because right. I'm thinking in my mind, I already purged a lot. Now it's your turn. But that it doesn't work that way. Yeah. You know? Everybody's got to get their own mm. stuff together. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Your drawers. And we're going to address this later because it's also in some advice on what you could do quickly. But drawers, um, what, why they list drawers on this one is because... It says to do your visible areas first. Okay. And again, this is for how, you know, for most people, this is uh, the advice to take. Have you ever been guilty of companies coming and you've got to quick stuff everything into a bag or a box oh, and then yeah. shove it in a closet and oh, then yeah. there it sits? Yes. <sighs> yes. In fact, <sighs> I had a nice big spare closet off of our family room in our other house and guess where all the bags were <laughs> they were just stuffed in there and then random I would, things oh my gosh yeah. well mostly mail junk mail bills yeah. you know and then <laughs> when i would walk in there i would just feel so much anxiety like oh my god because i'm not the type of person to just kind of purge it without looking at it i have to look at every piece and open it it's so stupid mm. okay okay here's a good one yep your collect your collections Okay. So things, um, and they can be awards. It could be anything that you collect or have collected. And um, one of the reasons, now I didn't write this down, but hopefully I'm I'm uh, giving this information properly. This Joshua says that over the years since he's been doing this minimalizing mm-hmm. journey, his opinion has changed on the collection thing. He didn't say to what it has changed to and from, but he said that, um, do that later. And one of the things that he said was that he changed. Do you have any collections yourself? Um, yes. What is it? Sea glass. Beach oh, glass. Oh, that's true. You do have a lot of it. I do. But and you I have it on display. I do. In the, yeah, I guess in the front. Um, Your little sun like, porch. porch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. I don't think I have any other collections anymore, though. Yeah. I I used to have, but I never had, like, knick-knack collections. Yeah. You know, I never did the Precious Moments. Yeah. Or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I don't have that many awards, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's a major award. Yeah. Um, I don't think I have any collections, do I? I have books. Well, okay, so books is on this list. Of not to do? first oh good he explains well you're listing everything that one would have so this is good we don't have to do anything (laughs) you're gonna get to it right (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. Uh, your digital clutter. Don't do that first. Mm. Like email, mm. unsubscribing, and so forth. Because Ugh. your physical clutter carries more weight and burden, which I kind of alluded to in the beginning. But um, I have to say, there's one thing I find so cathartic is while I'm like sitting with Kenny in the evening and he's got on TV or something, I'll just sit there and unsubscribe, unsubscribe, unsubscribe. But sometimes I get, although that winds me up sometimes when it'll, um, I'll hit the button on unsubscribe and then a security thing comes up that says my circle and I'm like, ah! <laughs> it wants you me. to make sure you're unsubscribing. Well, it's a security oh. thing. Oh, it's torture. And I can't stand it. All right, so yeah. uh, so far I'm agreeing with 100% of what you're saying there. Let's just not do any of it. Okay, what <laughs> else do you have? Tracy's giving up on me. I'm like, no, I'm like, this is great. We don't have to do anything so far. <laughs> and books, it's not a problem for everyone, but some people have an emotional attachment to books. Guilty. Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a lot of books. I have so much knowledge. If I read all the books that I have, oh, I would be a genius. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's what to not start with. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So now we know what not to do. Mm-hmm. How are we going to persevere? Well, we're not on that yet. Oh, we gotta- boy. <laughs> okay. What's Let's next? Skip it up. We're also going to give you 10 quick tips to declutter in five minutes. Okay. Okay. So these so are what you strategies do. Yeah, to, to get started. Okay. Uh, clean out your car. And you had said that, yeah. um, I don't know, at some point when we were talking about this. Yeah. Because that shouldn't take too long. Well, that it's contained, take... at least. Yeah. Now, unless you have a real problem, you well, know, Well, or if longer. you have kids. If you have kids. Like, when when we had five kids at home, mm-hmm. and we drove a minivan, well, cleaning that out, and all the French fries, and all the Well, he's garbage. just talking about decluttering, not a deep cleaning. He's only talking de- just declutter. The deep cleaning. Well, yeah. You'd find rolled up (laughs) diapers under there. Uh, The top of your dresser or nightstand. That should only take you about five minutes. Yeah. I Now, I have to say there are times where I've got some sentimental stuff on top of my, that I've that's not supposed to be there, but I've just placed on there. And then I'm like, I don't know where to put it. But. Uh, do you know. know what's on top of my dresser in my bedroom yeah well decor yeah. right and i decorated it i don't know I'm, maybe i did it when we staged our home to move you mm-hmm. know when i painted that dresser you helped me paint mm-hmm. it in the mirror and then i staged it and it looks so pretty it, it does it and it's there's no room for a lot of stuff on there because mm-hmm. it is staged it is you know, my dresser is too, but uh, it, well, Kenny, every night he puts his, like his wallet, uh, I think his glasses and something else on my dresser. Oh. And you know, I, I could. Come on con- now, Pooh. Confession, <laughs> I can be territorial. And so I am like, get it off of there. <laughs> you know, I just get so frustrated because it looks so pretty. It's the first thing you see when you walk in the room. Yeah. And I want to feel just like. At ease and, you know, no clutter. Yeah. But I have to say, yes, my top of my dresser looks all nice as well. But because we have limited space, there are many times that I will pile stuff on there. Like laundry I don't feel like putting away. I mean, it's folded. Yeah. And I put it on top of the pretty decorated or decorative stuff. 
Yeah. I don't know if that's a solution for some people or not. If you decorate it to the point where there's no place to put anything, would that keep you from piling things up? I just said it wasn't. Like, that doesn't keep me from piling on. Well, yeah. All right. Well, don't do that then. Okay. So no, even though paper was... Okay, what Even else? though paper was on the list of what not to start with, it's also on the things that you can do in five minutes. Um, but he's talking a lesser amount. So your, your junk mail, school papers, if you can rummage through it quickly, then that is something you can tackle. I feel like, oh, I don't like contradictions, but... Well, maybe they're referring to... Like if you go to your current stack of paper and you don't go back five years of paper that you've got stashed everywhere. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. Uh, and toys is on here. Hmm. But this is not a matter of getting rid of the toys. This is just a matter of decluttering, finding a, an organized spot for it. So find that's, a home. That's the difference. Okay. Okay. Um, your cupboard, like where your coffee mugs are, perhaps plastic cups from those sporting events. You know, I don't know about you guys, but we accumulate a lot of plastic cups and things. Yeah. And it drives, you know. I just uh, recently redid my kitchen cabinet and I had a bunch of these free cups that was, they were given to us by the physical therapist and by the, you know, they had the label, the logo on there mm-hmm. of where it was from. Mm-hmm. And many of them we never use. So I just got rid of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's easy to do that when, you know, I guess your family doesn't mind. But, boy, we've had some where my, my girls are like, but that's from this or that's from Yeah, Illinois. like cheer. It's from cheer. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, okay, that's one thing. Um, one shelf. Just pick a shelf. If you have a shelf in your, like a decorative shelf mm-hmm. um, or a bookshelf, you yeah. can start there. That should only take five to ten minutes. Um, a medicine chest, if you have one, just go through. If there's expired medicine, mm. um, you know, that shouldn't take long either. Yes. And speaking of expired, mm. get rid of it. Absolutely. Canned it, it, goods or baked, like baked mixes, mm-hmm. that can really make you sick. Don't bake it. Don't make it. Yeah. Don't eat it. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time? You know, I don't bake much. Some years ago, I was like, I'm going to make a cake for everybody. And I um, baked the cake, and I didn't taste it. <laughs> and so my family, Kenny's family, was over. I was so proud of myself that I made a cake from a box. <laughs> and everyone was real quiet. And then I don't even like cake, but I took a bite, and I was like, oh. I mean, it smelled bad. It was so It was bad. probably rancid. It was rancid. It was. I didn't know that Crisco oil goes bad like the lard or whatever and i opened up the can and when i actually i'm so dumb when i opened up the can of crisco i was like oh boy that's toxic (laughs) why do people use this okay everybody look at your lard if your lard has expired it's been a while it was really expired yeah (laughs) Uh, well, okay. <laughs> lard is literally a lard. I know. <laughs> but it had Oh my gosh. It it was so bad. I literally when I opened up the top, it was so pungent but and toxic. St- and I still used it. I'm like, "Oh, well, I don't know anything about baking. <laughs> How can lard expire?" <laughs> oh gosh. Or Crisco, whatever it is. <sighs> Did they get sick 
Or was it just bad I don't think tasting? anyone took more than a bite to get sick. And then we tried to give it to the dog. And the dog was like, I'm not having this. That was our dog, Maverick. Or my dad's dog, Maverick. Oh. Our dog, whatever. That's a long story. Okay. Um, it also says if you have a junk drawer that you can do in five minutes, yeah. go ahead and do that. Okay. Okay. Um, and he also advises, this Joshua, grab one cardboard box and uh, and d- take a five minute timer oh nice and fill it up i like timers yeah you kind of did that this morning not with a timer i don't think but well, i had one hour before you were picking me up to go to the gym yeah and so i started we were going to go to goodwill after the gym and drop off some stuff since we're on this minimalism kick mm-hmm. so i started looking for things yeah but the problem was i was finding things that i didn't i hadn't seen in a while i'm like oh i'm not getting rid of that i like that oh yeah we're gonna get to that and then i would think like oh i spent a lot of money on that i can't get rid of that we bought that in disney world we can't get rid of that we paid three times as much Mm -hmm. as what you would and it was tough but then i changed my mindset to does it fit me today Mm -hmm. yeah you know these things can be a quandary i'm really the, the whole reason i'm attracted to this is i'm i'm really struggling my house isn't cluttered like there isn't stuff all around me but there are things packed away that are really bugging me yeah and like i've said in the previous episode and you pointed out that so we downsized and at the same time we downsized um, my parents their homes needed to be purged and sold so then i took on a lot of that yeah because i and i'm struggling i'm really struggling with that part it's hard Mm-hmm. Uh, side note mm. I don't know if this is on your list so if it is forgive me for repeating but um, the lady that does the shine your sink thing the fly lady oh yeah finally loving yourself I think is her like little acronym like fly F L Y got it and she was in a place I love that lady by the way I think her first name is Marla I don't remember her last name but she has a program on I don't know if it's some kind of um, internet radio station something. Okay. anyway she talks about shining your sink so if you don't know where to start yeah just go to your sink okay. and if there's dishes in it obviously wash them up mm. put them all away and clean your sink mm. and then every day her she has these little baby steps that are kind of like every day shine your sink and get dressed to lace up shoes she calls it like mm. you know get yourself dressed and ready swish the toilet like every day so you stay on top of that and i think it's maybe make your bed or something like that those really make sense and yeah i I actually do those things i I don't switch the toilet every day sorry guests (laughs) but i definitely make my bed every day because it just feels good when i walk in the room yeah and even if i don't have time to make it make it the way i like it i at least straighten it out toss the blankets up Mm -hmm. so so if you're wondering of a place to start as well that could be something if you start just getting into that habit mm-hmm. of shine your sink once a day lace put get dressed once a day make your bed yeah Especially i like the the uh get dressed thing for you know since covid and the pandemic yes um i for the longest time was in basically like yoga pants um, or lounge dangerous pants. danger and not doing my makeup and yeah. you know and that's okay we don't have to have makeup on but i was it's not feeling, okay Catherine. no am i that bad <laughs> <laughs> I, I i was just feeling really frumpy that's why it's not okay yeah because then we feel like 
um frumpy unkempt yes and we just feel like there's no purpose yeah right it is okay to not wear makeup but it is, is it? not okay to not feel like you have purpose so we gotta work on that true that okay man last item uh five to six five to six minutes in your closet if you can do that yeah yeah you can you can um pretty much you know go through your closet if you haven't done it in a while it's easier because then you can see oh gosh. yeah so those are some that's how to get started okay mm-hmm. well that helps and then mm-hmm. how do you keep going how do we persevere how do we persevere all right well i have one i'm gonna flip here on when you get stuck okay well like here's one while you're looking for that i will share this this morning when i was trying to figure out what to bring to the drop-off place i was getting kind of stuck because i looked at my side of the closet and i went i need all this (laughs) this is stuff that i need but then I started to look in Ron's side. <laughs> and I was like, he doesn't wear this. He doesn't wear that. Mm-hmm. And I was tempted to take his stuff off and just throw it in the bag. Like, he wouldn't know. He'd just be looking for it one day and go, I don't know what to do with that. Or maybe he would never even think about it. Mm-hmm. But I stopped myself because I did kind of have that thought of let him do him, me do me. He's only got a little teeny portion of our closet anyway. Mm-hmm. I take up the the lion's share of it. Mm-hmm. I have to say, Kenny has a ton that, and most of it he doesn't wear. It drives me insane. You know that. I do. he takes up, we are exactly split in half in our closet. Well, and Kenny, he he has a lot of t-shirts and a lot of jackets and a lot of hats, like work-related stuff. He just doesn't like to let go of things. And when he gets something new, he doesn't something old now i have to say i didn't always do that i do that now yeah but that's definitely an issue do you remember that time that i um tossed some of his really old t-shirts how mad he got that was a long time ago. i don't remember that but i do remember when you wore one of his old t-shirts and you got paint on it yeah remember that time yes (laughs) oh whoa my husband who's normally he's just pretty chill yeah yeah he's pretty laid back well okay So that kind of shows you the kind of attachment that human beings can have to our stuff. Like you notated earlier that you're a little territorial about your dresser. Yeah. And you just don't want somebody putting their things on your dresser because you like the way it looks. Well, and then in in his defense, in terms of the t-shirt that you wore that got paint on it. (laughs) She's she's rolling her I eyes. I am rolling my eyes. It, but it, it it's true. That's that's human nature. Yeah. That's me. That's you. That's our listeners. That's the Queen of England. Although she probably, you know, has somebody know. to handle that stuff for her. That's my crowd. Get your hands off of it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give you a royal spanking. Yeah. So how are we to endure? How are okay. we to keep this going? This is how we're going to persevere when we're stuck. Yeah. Remember why you got started in the first place. I love this tool mm. because that is, I have been like uh, reflecting on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and why did you get started? For peace, right? To have contentment. Yeah. Whatever it was that sparked you, your desire to declutter in the first place, just, mm-hmm. just stick to that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go back to it. Whatever. Celebrate the progress that you've already made. Mm-hmm. And I d- I've been doing that. And it does. It feels so good. It's to the point, like, I kind of can't stop now. I'm always like, oh, well, Kenny What's and I next? are watching TV, you know, and I'm in the evening, that is. And I'm like, what can I do? What can I get rid of? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> and then 
I feel like say I feel like interrupting the show and saying, Kenny, what can you get rid of right now? That, that, okay, now slow down because here's what happened this morning. Last night, my husband got a leg cramp. Oh, okay. So he got a leg cramp, mm-hmm. and so I went into the bedroom to get the heating pad for him because that can help the muscle to relax. Did you get rid of it? Here's the thing. Uh oh. No, I went to get it. Okay. There it was. Oh, and I, I brought it out. I plugged it in. Mm-hmm. I said, here, put this on your leg cramp. Drink some water. And I also gave him this magnesium stuff, that stuff I get from the uh, pharmacy. It's like a foam. I forgot the name of it. But, but rub this on there. Let's try all these things and see if it works. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and then I was tired, so I went to bed. I don't know. what. Oh. <laughs> like, here's your remedy. I'll see you tomorrow. I did my part. <laughs> I'm going to bed. <laughs> okay. So this morning... I get up, and there's the the heating pad still plugged in, but off, but okay. sitting there in the living room. And there's the medicine from the pharmacy and all that. And I'm picking these things up and putting them away. And then at the same time, I was trying to gather up stuff that to go to Goodwill. And Ron says, here, get rid of this, this heating pad. I'm like, no, Ron. No. <laughs> no. Right. We, we need it. Yeah, yeah. From time to time. Yeah. If you need something. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Don't get rid of it because you're going to be buying it again. Yeah. Right. I, I, you know, I've heard the term, um, well, not only when in doubt, throw it out, but also if you haven't used it in six months, but throw it, it depends. out. But that depends. Right. Things like that. Like, you know, the other day we were looking for a knee brace. Kenny, cause so, so Kenny fell on the ice and um he bruised his knee he was in pain and he's like where where do we have a knee brace and i was like did you get rid of I it did. <laughs> see but i'm only revealing this now on on the podcast you know it's funny this drops on the ninth i think we're going to be traveling yeah hopefully the- they won't they won't <laughs> say let's listen to your podcast while we're driving yeah well anyway anywho so we had to go out and buy one see well we didn't have room for it mm-hmm. and i did get- I kept other braces and things that we have, but that particular one, gone. Yeah. All right. So then you got to buy it again. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Uh, List out the benefits of owning less. Remind yourself what life can look like with less. And remember, these things are if you're really stuck. Yeah. So I do think that's a good practice. And I think that even if you don't want to stop and list out the benefits of owning less, the obvious benefits of owning less is less. It's in the word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, less is more. Less is freeing. You'll have margin. You'll have balance. Yeah. So you could just think of those yeah. things. Yeah. But sometimes it's easier to see it right in front of you, you know, on yeah. paper. So. Yeah. I'm, uh, the first thing that comes into my mind is the thought of people who cannot park in their garage because there's too much stuff oh, in there. Yeah. So think about the benefit of owning less Think about pulling into your driveway and being able to go into your garage and park your car in there mm-hmm. rather than sitting outside with the car, mm-hmm. having to get out of the car, <laughs> right? Yeah. In the snow, the rain, the wind. Yeah. I'm laughing because as we pull into our garage, our, our garage is small now, and I look up and, and the first thing that I see when I pull in is all of these like auto automotive um parts Mm -hmm. and there's like i don't know seven or eight oil cans 
Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, do we have to have all of that oil? Is it? Do, do they have a shelf life? You know, it drives mm-hmm. me crazy to even look at it. Yeah, like the cake mix, like the lard. Okay, well, that was yesteryear. <laughs> <laughs> but you fed it to your family. Well, your husband's well, you family. Well, you quit sticking up for... Sorry. For, I was about to say... Muffin. Muffin. Puffin. Poo. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I do. I, I look at like all the stuff um, that's in there and I just think, can we please get rid of it? Mm-hmm. But I won't do that. Not just yet. Just look, give it time. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's next? Make a list. What is the next easiest thing that you can do? And after that, just do manageable steps that mm-hmm. that can help you. Find someone else's story to motivate you. Like, you know, they can do it, so can I type inspiration. True. Mm-hmm. It can be done. This Marla, who is the fly lady, mm-hmm. I mean, her story is pretty inspirational. She was in a position in life where she couldn't have people in her home because there was so much clutter. Aww. It wasn't like it was a hoarding situation, but it just was not presentable mm-hmm. in the way that you would want it to be. And she did get, she she got herself on track. Oh, that's And good. now she's just kind of devoted her time and energy to helping other people get on track. Ah. Yeah. Very good. Cool. Yeah. And see, we, we learn from these kind of like support people. Yeah, because you, know? you can see yourself in them. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, if she did it. That's exactly And the on the point. outside, she looked like she had it all together. Mm-hmm. And I think her husband maybe had a job where people came over or something. I can't remember now what it was. But um, on the outside, she looked like she had it all together. But on the inside, she was really struggling. So yeah. hang in there, listener. Yeah. We're with you. Isn't that the case with a lot of us? We can look so put together. True. You know, when we go out, but nobody knows the skeletons in the closet. No kidding. And also the season in your life. When we had five children under our roof, it was way more difficult to keep it together, clutter-wise, stuff-wise. Just, just tennis Laundry. shoes. Just tennis shoes. Yeah. Just the shoes. <laughs> Are you kidding? You know what I'm thinking about when Sue Dracoli... <laughs> I don't know if oh, I can say the name of it. Oh, she came oh, to your house. Yeah. Oh, man. I broke my foot. Yeah. This was a time when it, it, we, we were in the worst of the worst in terms of it was a crazy time with the kids. You know, they were like everywhere. And I broke my foot playing volleyball or mm-hmm. twisted my ankle, tore my ligament. I forget what it was. I couldn't get off the couch. Mm-hmm. So there I am. And my friend Sue comes over mm-hmm. and she's got one daughter. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard. I'm sorry. It's just not the same. No. And she comes in to try to help me with laundry. <laughs> and it was it was like Mount Everest with yeah. the laundry pile. Yeah. And then she went in the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> I hadn't been in there. I had not been in there. I hadn't been off the couch. Uh-huh. And she just oh, she just came out of the bathroom and she's like, I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I can do. I'm like, it's okay. I quit. It's okay. I quit. We actually had a, like a service, like a cleaning service that quit. They're like, I can't. Oh, I can't. Oh, yeah, I remember. I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> That's okay. hilarious. Okay. I, you, you should put that in your bit. Yeah. I, I, I could have a whole bit about that. Yeah. And then the one time we had the grandma that came over to pick up their grandson oh, yeah. from my house. Mm-hmm. She and I would just holler, come on in, because I don't know. The doorbell's ringing. Who cares? Whatever. Come in. I Who are you? What do you want? And she she goes, oh, you're remodeling. No, we're not. This is how it looks. <laughs> yeah, but didn't you actually say, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I did. I was course. like, oh, come back in 20 years. We'll see if we've gotten anywhere. 
So when I'm when I'm expressing this for the purpose of now that we're empty nesters, mm-hmm. way different. Yeah. Different ball game, different ballpark. Mm-hmm. When we were in the mode of constant laundry, constant kids, Ugh. revolving door, we were just trying to survive most of the time. Yeah. And we did. Keep here your we head are. above the laundry. Yeah. So we're still here. Yeah. Um, now we're empty nesters, way different. So if somebody's listening to my voice right now and you have a bunch of kids, it doesn't have to be five boys. It, maybe it's two kids, but they're real busy. Yeah, Whatever. A girl who changes six times it, right. a day. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. you have full authority to just lower your expectations so that you can meet them. That's you right. do. Boom. You do not have to meet anybody else's expectations. Maybe you are remodeling. Yes, I'm remodeling. Mm -hmm. This is great. This is how we roll. Mm. Yeah, take the pressure off yourself. Yeah, buy my book, Mm. by the way. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you'll feel better about yourself. Life happens, laugh anyway. Amen. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, where was I now? I don't know. Um, Sorry, I hijacked your notes. Oh, here we go. That's okay. Mm -hmm. Know that the questions you're asking are healthy. Why did I buy this stuff in the first place? How much did this stuff cost yeah, me? Yeah, that's Okay, tough. I have struggled with that one. Mm-hmm. Also a question like, why is this so hard for me to get rid of? I, I'm telling you, I'm struggling with that right now. Uh, these questions are good. We wrestle and then we begin to answer those heartfelt questions and we should welcome them. I have a pair of shoes right now in my closet that I just bought. I haven't worn them. I, well, I wore them once. Okay. They're too small. Guess what? <laughs> My feet are not going to shrink. They're not. <laughs> but I paid good money. They're Clarks. Oh, They're Clarks. Yeah. But as you pointed out, your feet are not going to shrink. can't even say it without laughing. It, they're not. They're. Not, I'm not going to diet my feet to shrink. Um, they're gonna if if anything they're gonna get bigger oh god (laughs) so i need to get rid of these shoes but they're new and i paid good money for them and i can't return them now no can you consign them yeah there you go all right okay oh my goodness and finally invite a friend to help you someone who has your best interest though yeah (laughs) in mind and um, someone who you trust and when that person whom you trust who you asked to help you mm-hmm. if they say tracy you really need to let go of these shoes then take their advice i i yes i think that oftentimes that's very helpful to have a friend who loves you and whom you trust to come in and just help you because mm-hmm. they're not attached to the shoes Right. They're not attached to any of it. But your friend will know that you are, and your friend will know that you're struggling. Yeah. So. The other thing is you can have a professional organizer come in. Yeah. We talked about this. Uh, Emily Smith helped. Boy, when we were moving, I had a tote of things that, um, gosh, what's the word I want to say? Memorabilia. Yeah. Okay. So I had that, and I was really struggling with kind of condensing it. Yeah. And she was so helpful because, one, she was understanding, but also rational and firm. And, like, you know, she basically was, like, keep the best of the best Mm -hmm. and um, really helped process. And we laughed, so that helps. And uh, it it was real helpful. You know what's weird about it is we all know that we're not taking this stuff 
with us. We're just carting it along until we go night night and yeah. then somebody else is going to have to deal with it. It's true. It's just that we don't think we're going to die tomorrow or even in five years. So Forever. We, th- we don't think about it. Yeah, I guess you could say that. I mean, that. we know that we're going to die. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we'd be, you know, crazy. So we know we're going to die, but we don't really think about when yeah. we're going to die. It's not like we're, you know, 99 or 100 or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I actually lately have been thinking about how I, I don't want my kids to have to go through this because I just recently did go through this, but I don't feel a sense of urgency. Right. Because I don't think that, you know, God forbid, um, that I'm going to go tomorrow. I, you know, I could, but you right. just don't really right. think that. Right. So let's talk about something yeah. else. <laughs> I'm here to stay. So are you. <laughs> let's let's move on. Oh, gosh. Okay. So oh. just finally, the sentimental items. Right. Okay. I'm really struggling with that right now. She thinks it's funny. That's okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. You're struggling with the sentimental items and letting go of them. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Everybody struggles with that. Yeah. Well, I'm currently struggling. So. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, first of all, don't start with the hardest things that you have to get rid of. Don't start with that. You, well, we already went over that. No, this is... This is a new thing of yeah. no's? Huh? This is a new no list? Like, not what not to do? No, it's not. It's oh. just... No. <laughs> this would be up here. <laughs> Wait. How to declutter... How to declutter sentimental items. Oh, sentimental. It just happens to say don't start with the hardest um, things that you have to get rid of. Okay. You know, like your whatever it might be to you. Start the journey with the easier stuff and it will help prepare you for the harder stuff. We're talking about the sentimental stuff though. Well, kind of like what I've observed in you since you started this, this like, it's almost like um, a light bulb went on. Mm-hmm. And then now you're getting momentum. Mm-hmm. So maybe what they're saying is just start small, start with something doable, and then you'll eventually get the momentum to tackle some of these larger things. That's right. Mm-hmm. You don't have to get rid of everything right away, like we just said. Less is not the same as none. Oh, I remember. Huh? L- Say it again. Less okay. is not the same as none. What's that mean? Well, it means that. If you have none, you have none. If you just reduce some of it, you, you still have something. Okay. So, okay. So what they're saying is if you're attached emotionally to some stuff, like let's say it's... Sentimental stuff. Okay, yeah. let's say that it's your grandmother's china, whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, let's say that you don't have room to house 500 pieces of china, mm-hmm. but you have room for a four-piece play setting mm-hmm. of grandma's china. You take a container, you say, this is my container. These are my boundaries. This is all I can fit in my space wherever I live, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to put in four place settings of Grandma's China. I'm going to get it out every year. I'm going to use it on the holidays, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have less, not none. Exactly. Okay. Very well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. The memories are in you, not the object. True. Mm-hmm. Take a picture of it. It's easier to get rid of a minute it's easier i did that with some stuff from my parents yeah i recall you doing that yeah and i don't ever really look back at the picture and i don't miss some of the stuff that i let go of i mean i can't keep it all so yeah and when you um 
have fewer of those items, it brings more significance to just the ones that you have. Yeah, makes it more special. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, too, when you have the stuff actually out, let's say it's not packed away. Right. They just become objects that you overlook all the time anyway. Yeah. So that's another thing to think of. Um, Set boundaries on how much to keep or limits on how much to get rid of. Whatever boundaries make sense to you. You know, sidebar, Mm -hmm. one thing that I did when my dad passed away, which Mm -hmm. you know, I had a teddy bear made out of his sweater. Yeah. And I put the teddy bear on a shelf in my living room. Mm -hmm. And there sits the teddy bear. It's just a reminder. Yeah. And it has a little pocket in the front where I can put a picture of him. Mm -hmm. So... I didn't need any of the other clothes or whatever, you know. So I don't know if that encourages anybody, but you could have something made out of you. I know you had a quilt made out of your dad's shirts and gave it to your mom. Yeah, and a bear for my sister. And that's meaningful. Mm -hmm. So you can find all that stuff on Facebook and Etsy and all that. You can find people that make that stuff. Yeah. And you know what I did? Of all the the photographs and so forth, my dad was kind of like a photographer. His dad, my grandpa, was a photographer. And um, so what I'm trying to point out is that there are tons and tons and tons of pictures. Mm-hmm. And the one, the only one that I have sitting out means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. It's a picture that um, that actually is not in our collection. And a neighbor girl that I grew up with, she sent it to me. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's a really neat picture of my dad. We were camping with all the neighbors and there was a train of us kids pulling on his pants and he's just holding a coffee cup real steady and cash and it's a really cool picture well my other friend who i didn't grow up with snatched it off of facebook and had it framed nice and it's just wonderful because there is a memory in frame two friends from two totally different backgrounds um brought it to my attention that's cool yeah and the picture it reminds me of the beatles album Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah with yeah, them yeah. walking across the street. Yeah. It's like your dad walking with all these kids. So if you ever <laughs> take hair up a about musical that career, you know, yeah. do that. <laughs> right. And finally, um, digitalize your uh, photos. When you, no. do, when you do get to them, digitalize Okay, them. but here's the thing. Hmm. Here's the thing with that. In my opinion, which happens to be right, I say that all the time. <laughs> You do say that a lot. I know. Hmm. Well, it's right to me. If you could see all the boxes of photos that I have up in my attic. Yeah. If I were to digitize that, I would be doing it for the rest of my life. So my thoughts on digitizing photos is first, maybe just limit yourself to, you know, 15 of the best photos or or give yourself a number whatever because back in the day we didn't know if our pictures were good or not i know you so took we, a picture and you're like i don't know if oh it's good God, what is that it Get looks it developed. like skin to me <laughs> and then and then in comes all the pictures i know and now so you're gonna yeah. digitize all that no no you are not no but um, yeah, and I think that in the video, the YouTube video that this Joshua Becker, I think he does expound on that, and he does say that, like, don't do all of them. Honestly, I have five kids. Do you know how many pictures I have? I have a bazillion pictures. I know. No. Do you do, do I don't know, if, well, I can't see you doing this, but I know I was <laughs> like this. So there may be a, a, a pose that someone has, and somebody took maybe three or four 
of that same pose. But I look and I'm like, wait, okay, oh is everyone's gosh. eyes open? <laughs> no, you know, I don't do that. I know you don't. And I do though. I'll I'll look through analyze it. Which one is the best of the best? And it takes forever. Yes, it takes forever. Okay. So let's let's um tick tock tick tock. Okay, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Let's just do this. If you're in a spot where you've got whatever amount of photos Mm -hmm. let's just say okay pray about it ask the lord how many photos do i need (laughs) you know what do i need to do because what you don't want to do is start going down this path of now i have this big project that i've got to do and it's going to take me the rest of my life to get it done no 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 no. yeah that well right that's why he says put it off to let to the last thing you should do especially if you are more like me where you know i feel like it matters you know the best picture out of the three of them matters i don't want the worst one you know it's hard think about our poor kids like our kids when they have kids Mm -hmm. they're never gonna have paper pictures they're just gonna have digital pictures because you know who who whatever (laughs) (laughs) and then they're gonna have eighty thousand pictures per year I know. It's uh, let's so... move on. I can't think about it anymore. <laughs> move on. What's our next point? All right. I... <laughs> Try to use the emotional, sentimental items that you have to motivate you to get rid of them. And what that means. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the fact that you have these items that are sentimental yes. or, you know, have emotional ties, yeah. use that to motivate you to actually. To get rid of them? To get rid of them. That's what you said. I know, I know. Because what that means is um, hold it in your heart and focus on making and creating more events or... That's what Marie Kondo does. Just, yeah. She takes the item. Recreate it. She takes the item and she goes, thank you, glasses. Thank you Mm -hmm. that I could see. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. And now I let you go. Mm. And she gives it away. Mm-hmm. She says thank you to the thing. Yeah. Thank you. Is she the same one that says take every, yes. all the clothing that yes. you own? I did that. At, um, I did that with Lisa Kurzawa. Oh, wow. And I loved that method. That's so a what great idea. Yeah. What she says to do is to take every clothing item that you have. That includes your undergarments. Everything. Everything. Put it on your bed. Put it on your bed. When you see that heaping pile Ooh. or some of it falling off your bed, you you actually see what you have. Yeah. And that's very effective and helpful. And then she says to do it also with like books. Does she? Put all your books in a pile. Mm-hmm. Every single book that you own. Get it out. Emily. Out. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter. Emily would never do that. No, I She know. would be like, I love my books. I love every book. I'm going to read them all again today. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. She just kind of rolls up in them and never. <laughs> <laughs> okay i think that's it okay wait don't we have to do what's that last thing how do we we get to the end result did we already cover that right we swear we're gonna get to the end of this podcast eventually about that about the end result how can we focus on the end result well i think that you have to take Everything that we've said and all the experts say, because obviously we're not experts, but we're quoting experts. So Marie Kondo, she's an expert. This Joshua, what's his name? He's an expert. Mm -hmm. Okay, whatever. Uh, But we all have our own life experience. We're Mm -hmm. all in a different season of life. That's so true. Start somewhere. Mm -hmm. I don't care where you start. Mm -hmm. Start somewhere. Reclaim. You know, um, 
time is something that we will never get back. Right. So these days that we're living, if we're living in angst and clutter and stuff that's not serving us, I remember Oprah Winfrey used to say that. You know, if you're if you go to bed at night in your bedroom and it's all a mess and mm-hmm. it's all cluttered I remember that too. and you're not able to relax, how what that's not serving you. Mm-hmm. Your bedroom is supposed to be a place where you go to rest, to let the day wash off of you, you know, to rejuvenate. Yeah, I think that that's one aid to focus on the end result is look at the progress you made and how does that make you feel? Yeah. When when you walk into X room and it is clutter-free, it's simple. It's yeah. like, I call it Scandinavian because it's so simple, you know. <laughs> and it how does it feel? Focus on that. Or focus on when you walk into, say, someone else's house who already... Sorry, <laughs> you're on again. Wake up. I'm yawning. I'm tired. Asleep. It's been a long day. I wonder if it's in the shipments because Emily, my daughter, has a podcast with her friend Casey, and Emily's get. I'm listening to it, and Emily's getting real quiet and like almost lullaby like. I'm like, why is she doing that? And come to find out, Casey fell asleep during their <laughs> during the podcast. Oh, it's right. funny. Okay, I'm awake. Okay, okay hopefully you're. <laughs> listeners are <laughs> okay Ed, all right that's a wrap wait, that's oh, no, a wrap cut wait. one one more thing what? one more thing that i thought of like we just had lunch with our friend laura mm-hmm. at the local cafe love yourself right where you are today yes we talked about that in in our lunch love yourself as you are right now not fixed not perfect not decluttered whatever work on it it's a journey it's a work in progress, mm-hmm. but love yourself right where you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All Amen. Right. Woo. Praise the Lord. Very good. All right. Let's get to our inspirational close, Catherine. What's our scripture? Our scripture is Luke. Okay. Let me find it. 12, 15 through 21, mm-hmm. I believe, is mm-hmm. what we're getting that from. Do you want me to read it? Yes, please do. Okay. I got to call it up here on my Bible. Okay. It starts with, then he said to them, and it's Jesus of uh, who's talking, watch out, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. Stop. Life does not exist in an abundance of possessions. There's no life there. Mm -hmm. That's not your life. So if you're if you're living in an abundance of possessions, but it's robbing from you mm-hmm. time, energy, rest, peace, it's not serving you. That's right. Keep going. Okay. And he told them this parable. The ground of a certain rich man yielded an abundant harvest. He thought to himself, what shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, this is what I'll do. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones. Mm. And there I will store my surplus grain. And I'll say to myself, you have plenty of grain laid up for many years. Take life easy. Eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, you fool. This very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it will be with 
whoever stores up things for themselves but is not rich toward God. That puts things into perspective, as God's word always does. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, our call to action today is for you to share. Share our podcast. Please do. Yes, we are growing. And the more you share, the more we grow. Yeah. So please share And we have good content. Mm, We hope. Yes. (laughs) Of course we do. And our topic for next week is marriage. We're going to talk about marriage. Love and marriage. Yeah, and we're kind of experts on marriage because you've been married how long? Mm Mm-mm. Come on. 28, 29 years. Okay, and we've been married 32. Uh Going on 33. So that that puts, you know, we've been through it. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, you've been listening to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm still comedian Tracy DeGraff. I'm still Catherine. We'll see you next time. Goodbye.